You may be up to date on your carbon footprint, but do you know your water footprint? Maybe you should, because our water supplies may become limited in the coming decade. With more, here's InfoTrack's Taryn McCall. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. Simon Davidoff is the Director, Food and Beverage Industry, for Siemens Water Technologies, a global water treatment and services company. We kind of take water for granted here, turn on the tap, let it run while we take long showers or brush our teeth. Just how much water do we waste each year? Well, it's difficult to say per individual, but the first thing we need to do really is to understand what our water footprint actually is. There are two components, and one is direct component, which is, as it sounds, it's like turning on the faucet at home. And the other piece is indirect. Basically, the water that's contained in all the products that we either wear or we eat or we even drive around in. So both of those components make up your water footprint. So being aware of that is the first step to understanding what your total freshwater usage is. And you had some pretty startling statistics on how much water it really takes to provide some of the things we enjoy, like coffee or clothes. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, it takes 37 gallons to produce one single cup of coffee, which is remarkable when you think there's only just a few ounces of water in the cup. The majority of the water is used in growing the coffee beans. That's irrigated the land, of course, to grow them. And to do all the processing involved in getting the coffee to the processes and to the shops and the coffee itself. There's not a lot we can do to influence those sorts of things. Once they're in the marketplace, they're there. The water's used up. But what are some things that we can do around our own houses to lower our water footprint? Doing little things like turning off the faucet while brushing the teeth is a nice one. That's quite a common thing to observe. I know my kids do it all the time. That can take up to two gallons of water each time you do that. So saving that is the simple thing we can do. Using simple technology like low low faucets and shower heads, for example, is another way that we could save maybe up to 40% of the water used while taking a shower. But there are other things we can do also on the indirect side, being more informed of how the goods and services have been produced and what sort of water quantities have been used is a way that we could maybe make better choices. For example, it takes 500 gallons of water to make a pair of blue jeans. It takes a similar amount of water to produce a cotton shirt. And if maybe there was even labeling on the product, more information on the product, we could make different choices of to which manufacturing or suppliers to choose who maybe have a more sustainable or responsible way of manufacturing their product. Are there manufacturers that are willing to do that? Well, there are many manufacturers that are working to reduce their water footprint themselves, especially in the food and beverage industry, who are very cognizant of how much water is used in their supply chain, for example, agriculture. 70% of the world's water is actually used to grow our food. Now, food and beverage companies who use that as their primary input are very sensitive as to how they use or further use water in their manufacturing processes. So they're working hard to reduce those elements. And I think, like, for example, in some European countries, consumer groups are pressurizing using sort of shareholder meetings or consumer groups for companies to perhaps even start labeling food with water usage levels, which would probably help the situation, make people more aware of where the water is going. Are businesses in general taking steps to reduce their own water footprints, not just necessarily in manufacturing, but within office complexes and other manufacturing facilities? Well, there's a growing trend to to do so, especially in areas where there is more sort of local awareness of the water issue. Right now in the southwest of the U.S. and Texas, they're suffering the worst drought for 50 years. 
And of course, that sort of raises the profile of water stress right there. And the discussion of water scarcity is really rising up the sort of corporate and, and sort of consumer agenda. And yeah, we do see a lot of companies pushing for reducing their water in the four walls of their plants by applying, for example, technology in more sort of innovative ways to save and recycle water. We're on with Simon Davidoff of Siemens Water Technologies about reducing our water footprint. Mr. Davidoff, is there a website listeners can visit for more information? One I would recommend to give you a good idea of the water footprint concept is simply one called waterfootprint.org. That's a great one to look at the general topic and also calculate your own water footprint in your own home. And of course, from our side, the technology provider, then usa.siemens.com has a wealth of information on how the technology aspect is helping to reduce footprints. Thank you so much for being with us today on InfoTrack. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. And I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of InfoTrack. Our show is produced by Syndication Networks in Chicago. Internet services courtesy of Pear.com. Thanks to this week's InfoTrack reporters, Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer. And I'm Chris Whitting. Till next week, thanks from all of us for tuning in to InfoTrack.